Ready, set, game cast. Shut up and sit down. Welcome to Ready, Set, Gamecast, a bi-weekly podcast about video games and the wizarding school of Hogwarts. I'm Bryce, and I'm joined by the Slytherin, Darian. Yo! So now I get to answer all the questions, right? No. The Gryffindor, Teddy Chineris. I can't believe I'm a Gryffindor either, but it's true. And our special guest, the Hufflepuff, Scribble. Hey, that's me. I have no idea about anything Harry Potter related. Okay, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> this should be uh, interesting. Now to to find out who wins, which house wins the Wizarding Cup or whatever that thing is called. Is no one fighting for Ravenclaw? They're just who cares? The, the, we only have so many people on the podcast. What do you want wow. me to do? Bring in a, a special representative? I guess. I guess in this version of Hogwarts, there's only three school, three houses. Yes. Know? On the Ready Bummer. Set Gamecast version of Hogwarts. Yeah. No, so yeah. Bryce is a Ravenclaw. With all those important characters and so, in Ravenclaw. And so he, his house is hosting it, is what's going on. Okay. So. Sure. Oh, right. okay. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, okay. What creatures does Charlie Weasley work with in Romania? Oh, I know. Uh, Scribble, did you? Uh, Badgers. Uh, nope, that's not, it's not badgers. I think it's dragons. Oh, no. It, it is dragon. Dragons. One point for Gryffindor. Darn Ten, 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 please. Yeah, do ten, yeah. Ten points for Gryffindor. Okay. I mean, there's ten questions, so. I've read, just so everyone knows, I read all the books when I was younger, and I'd seen all the movies, but, like, it's been a long time, so I don't know how much of that is still up here. When did the first Harry Potter movie come out? Long time ago at this point. Jeez. 2001, I think. Something like that. I was, I was, a, I was a wee boy at the time. I was a wee lad as well. All right, then I, I haven't seen any. I wouldn't let me watch it until I'd read all the books. And I'm very glad I did because those books are real good. That was 11. Not as good as Percy Jackson. Okay. In uh, <laughs> what month is Ron's birthday? Ah, come on. <laughs> I, just, I'm not, I have no idea. January. February. What? Somebody... She said January. I said February. Uh, I'm going to say April. Sure. Everyone just take a guess. Scri- Scribbly's got closest is March. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh. G- give him five points. <laughs> Ten points. No Ten oh, points. You're him the full points? Okay. A hundred right. points. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> uh, who, who is Ginny's first boyfriend? Shit, I should know this. Ginny Weasley. I really should know this. I remember scenes with him. There's four options the if, if no one oh, can... Oh, yeah, do multiple choice. Okay. Michael Connor, Harry Potter, Zachariah Smith, or Dean Thomas? I think it's Dean Thomas. I'm going to go on a limb and say Harry Potter. <laughs> Darian, do you have an answer? If it's not... Ian Thomas is the one before that. Well, both of them got it wrong, so Darian wins this round. <laughs> well, who was it? Michael Connor. Man, I heard that. That was that. the first no, answer, that right? Sound like a real name. It was God the first it. answer. Dean Thomas. I was going to say, think, what was the first answer, and that was going what I was going to choose. 
Uh, what should have just said it out loud? What is the only antidote to the basilisk venom? Oh fuck. Oh, we can swear Unicorn on the show? Unicorn tears? <laughs> yes, yeah, you can you swear. Can. <laughs> All right. I'm usually Sweet. the only one that does it, but you can't. Darian, what was your answer? <laughs> Unicorn tears? Uh, nope. That's not an option. Sounded really good, though. You guys want the the options? Yeah, yeah. options will be nice. Uh, Phoenix tears, Mandrake drought, Dragon's blood, or a bizarre? I'm going to go with Phoenix Tears, because there's this Tears in it. I think, uh, I think uh, Darian was onto something. Oh, Darian got, or uh, Scribbly got the point. Oh, yeah. As soon as you said Phoenix man, Tears, I, I was like, shit. All of this is gone, <laughs> man. I, oh, my God. What, what does, I haven't even seen the movie. I thought it was Vandrake Drown as well. Uh, so right now, I think Scribbly is winning with uh, 10 points. What oh, does 110? Oh. Yeah, he oh, well, had 20. Yeah, he's 20. 10. Well, he's, he's got a 10, 10 point lead. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What does Voldemort do to Neville when Neville refuses to join him? Uh, here's the options. He tortures him with the Cro- Croteus curse. He makes Nangi attack him. He fires the killing curse at him. He makes him wear the sorting hat as it is set on fire. I think it's number one. He tortures him with I think it's number the... one, too. Well, Teddy answered first, so... Yeah, I know. Uh, it was not that one. God damn it. Oh, that, that, <laughs> oh I, I meant... I it's meant, the I killing think curse. It's, I think it's option two. What? Yeah. Uh, he makes him... He makes the, the Nagi attack him. Oh my god, really? Uh, Darian, do you have an answer? I said the killing curse, but it sounds like it's the sorting hat. It one. is the sorting hat. It made so no one wins. Ten points to Ravenclaw. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm so, I don't remember that happening ever. What in the world? It, they might not have done that in the movie. Well, yeah, but I read the books. <laughs> Most well, of my knowledge you... is coming from the books because I don't remember the movies as well as I remember the books. How did Harry Potter die according <laughs> to the Dursleys? They were both very sick. They were murdered, lost at sea, or in a car crash. Car crash. Wait, who, who's they? I thought you said, how did Harry Potter die? How, he, how did Harry Potter's parents die according That's not to the Dursleys? Oh, car okay. crash. According to the Dursleys? It was a car crash. Scribbly gets well, another yeah. one. Yay! Uh, okay, this is an okay. easy one. This is an easy one. <laughs> what is the symbol of the Slytherin house? Darian, oh, raise your hand. Oh, what? It, it was raised before you even faced the question. <laughs> it's a snake. It's a snake. I knew that. That's my house. Come on. Ask about Gryffindor now. What secret? What secret? <laughs> What's the Gryffindor symbol? <laughs> what secret name do Harry, Ron, and Hermione use to refer to uh, Sirius Black? Scabbers. Oh shit! Scabbers, grip hook, snuffles, or prongs? It's scabbers. I'm gonna go with prongs. The, what's the third answer? Is scabbers grip hook? Oh, scabbers is another uh, character. I think I'm gonna go with that or... though. Snuffles. Yeah, it's that one. What the no, fuck? No. Scabbers, I think, is another character. Isn't that the rat? Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> it's okay. by the same guy who plays the beetle in. Has somebody been keeping uh, score because oh, I should have been we, running we, this stuff. Get on with the show. <laughs> somebody <laughs> came in to listen to video game okay. talk, and we've been doing the, Harry Potter quiz for. 10 that's minutes. the last question. <laughs> where do Harry? Right. Where do Harry's aunt and uncle live? Little Hang London, Hangtown, England. Little Winnings, oh, Hogsmeade, or Godric's Hollow. Little Wingings, or however you the say that. The first one. 
I thought it was London. Uh, Teddy, Teddy gets the point. Oh, yeah, no. I got one. Everybody wins. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody wins. Scoring. I think matter. actually it We're went three, three, and three. Yeah, something like that. So. Ravenclaw wins. <laughs> oh, get out of here. That's false. Um, Ravenclaw never won anything in their lives. <laughs> Which is weird. I feel like Hermione should have been Ravenclaw because, like, she was all about book learning and stuff. How was she not yeah. Ravenclaw? Yeah, it was. It was like very close to her being that or Gryffindor, you know. Yeah. Um, but time I to get to rewatch those movies. Time to get into the non-Harry Potter parts of the show. Um, wow. <laughs> oh, Harry Potter only podcast. Mm. <laughs> hey, we did a long D and D. Adventure at the beginning of one of our episodes. Yeah, that um, was so Teddy hated that too. Remember, <laughs> that he didn't even want to play. During... Well, this one, this one was good because it went on for just the right amount of time. But the D and D one went on for a while. <laughs> Teddy, Teddy just couldn't hit anything. Uh, Darian, uh, other than D and D, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing League of Legends, but Shocker. not as much actually. I've probably played like two or three games oh you're becoming a dota kid now is that what it is no no god (laughs) how to how to piss off a league player in in three words (laughs) you play dota four four words oh you play dota now five five i'm sorry five five words just you could do it in three you play dota yeah yeah there we go uh i've also been playing PUBG. Um, I played a little bit less Kingdom Hearts than last time. I finally finished Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. Ah, I love that game. game. It was pretty good. Um, I played the Detroit Become Human demo, which was fantastic. I'm super hyped. Come to my channel on uh, the day that it comes out. And at the end of the stream, I'm giving away a stream key for the game. Or a a game key. Yep, perfect. Okay, that's the one. (laughs) <laughs> Darian's giving away her stream key. I'm giving away my stream key stream on her channel. It's crazy. Take that. Uh, <laughs> free Twitch account. Let's go. <laughs> uh, I'm also doing the, or I did the Stardew Valley multiplayer beta, and uh, I've gotten pretty deep into that near automata lifestyle. Oh, can I just say that that is my new favorite game of all time? It's so good. It's amazing. It's really good. I need to get I was told I was going to hate it by Bryce. He said I was going to quit early, and I was like, I can't quit (laughs) early. I have to finish this game. And now it's like, oh my God, I can't wait until I play Nier again. Like, I'm just. That's the thing about that game, though. It starts off kind of slow and it's very confusing, but the more you play it, oh my God, it it keeps getting better and better. It's so good. Oh. Now. How many times do you have to play that game? A minimum three times. Yeah, everyone like mentions that, and then apparently the alternate endings are not like, you don't have to play through the whole game. There are things where it's like, oh, at this point in the game, you go this way instead of this way. Like, there's different... There is an ending for every character in the alphabet. Yeah. But only ending A through E are canon. Yeah, from what I hear, it's not from start to finish... 26 times you know it's like there are other ways the final ending of the game is ending e and to get ending e you need to get ending a b c and d but that is the real legit ending is ending e 
I was told by a, a close friend that once you finish the game, you're not even halfway. Oh, no, not like, at all. Oh. You just scratched the surface. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. That's a cool thing, though. Like, when you, play it, when you play through it the first time and you go to play it again the second time, I don't know, how far into the game are you? Ooh, I don't really want to go into spoilers, but I've met Adam and Eve. On the first playthrough? Yeah. You're on yeah, on the first. Okay. Then uh then you'll you'll uh, you'll see something cool when you start New Game Plus. So let's just say that. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, you you I, just started on here, right? Me? Yeah. Well, let me see. I am about 9 hours into my first playthrough. Oh, then that's a decent. Amount. I'm actually I'm pretty decently in. I the most recent thing I can remember. Actually, I, I'm further than that because now I've met, I really just don't want to talk about spoilers all that much, but yeah, I've met uh, one of the, I think it's A2. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure is her name. So you're in the forest area? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. When do you and meet she, R2? She... Oh, and D2. Two D2? questions. What about C3PO? <laughs> Come on. What about R4, D, whatever? That's a, that's a druid. Yeah, BB-8. Okay, yeah, BB-8. What about him? What's <laughs> he in there? He's my precious child. Uh, so that's all you've been playing since last episode? I, I believe so. Okay. Those are all the important ones. Teddy, we haven't seen you in oh, 17 years. What's been going on? Into, dude, I didn't even take into account like since... The previous episode, like the last month, I didn't even take that into account. This is just the last two weeks because I can't even think of whatever I've been playing. Uh, let's see. Every now and then, I'm playing a little bit of Far Cry Five, just going in there, chipping away because that game's still great. It's so good that like that's a game that you could come back to very easily. It's not like it's not like The Witcher. It's not like hopping back into The Witcher and you're like, oh, I gotta remember everything. Uh, it's super. Just you can pick up and go run and do a side mission type thing. Um, what else? Played a little bit of Overwatch in the last couple of weeks. Probably more. I don't know. Uh, not too much Overwatch lately. Um, I played half an hour of Overwatch as well. Nice. Nice. My friend wanted to play the game mode for, I, what is it, Retribution? Yeah. Yeah, that oh, yeah, was the thing. So he wanted to play yeah. a little bit of that. So yeah, it was fun. Retribution was good. Retribution I liked was, it a lot. It was one of those where it was like, wow, there's actually, there's like a cutscene here. They actually put, because mm -hmm. the last one was fine, but it was like a little, it's like a, like just a quick four panel drawn, like comic cutscene type thing. I was just like, no, this is in engine. Like there's like music mm -hmm. and whatnot, but it was really good. But it was one of those things where it's like, why not just not put those out and make a whole story then put that out <laughs> like just a whole <laughs> make thing the, make instead a, of like make one another mission. game yeah lizard <laughs> yeah, i don't know but it but it, it was fun it was cool but yeah i haven't played too much overwatch lately i mean i finished a season in the same place where i fucking started which is two wins away from the next division which i was in gold i can't even remember what, what's next i think it's diamond i think but yeah, I was like two wins away from that the whole time, and I kept losing, and then going back up one, and losing, going back. It was very upsetting. But yeah, season 10's happening. I need to get more on that. Uh, I played a little bit of WoW, but that's kind of just fishing. Oh, I finally got my fishing artifact rod in, in Legion, in World of Warcraft Legion. Because in, 
in World of Warcraft Legion, you have uh, artifact weapons that you can, like, power up. But there's also a fishing rod that, like, gives you crazy perks for fishing. And I have been trying to get this since, like, last October. Like, just on and off. I'll, I'll go in and try and fish up these. Because you need to fish up rare fish in each region. And you need 18 of them. And I, it was taking me so long. And I finally got to where I needed, like, four left. And that took me, like, three days because I got really unlucky. And I finally got the last four. And then I got it. And I was like, well, shit. Now I have to power the thing up to get the perks. Which means I have to fish more. And that's when I closed Oh, my game. God. So I haven't launched it in a little bit after that. Uh, I've also played a little, little bit of Fortnite. Not, I'm still not playing Fortnite as much as I used to when I first like found the game. But I actually uh, figured I'd tr- I downloaded it on PC. I was playing on PS4, but I was watching some people, and I'm like, the pace of the game is just much faster on PC. And I'd, fi- <laughs> yes, Darian. I also played Fortnite. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's. That's interesting. I tweeted you. Oh, yeah, I, I did you. see that. How I was did like, that go? I have to tell Teddy. Teddy, please don't be mad at me. I <laughs> played Fortnite. <laughs> how, how did that go? I imagine I actually not enjoyed great. it a lot. Yeah. I, I, it's fun. I, it's a fun video I, game. I, I only did it because um, PUBG was down, and I yeah. really just, I was craving that Battle Royale. And uh, so I downloaded it really quick, and um, I made my boyfriend do it, too. And he was just like... He's he's literally put over a month of his life into PUBG at this point. Yeah. And he was like, this game is not fun for me. I do not enjoy this. <laughs> and he was that. just complaining the whole time. And I was like, but it's so simple and it's quick. And please just, yeah. just play this game with me. We can't play the other one. <laughs> like, just <laughs> deal with it. It's really... I mean, I've said many reasons why I don't like PUBG. But Fortnite is the very... It's it's very simple and it's it's a lot like it's fast paced like you can get in mm-hmm. and get out pretty quick yeah um, which is why like dug the other day I got in and played like two games before class I was just like oh mm-hmm. you know um, that that's why I like it a lot of the that's a lot of the reason why I like it but yeah I played a little bit on PC because I figured I I don't know I was like the pace of the game just looks kind of fun on PC so I figured I'd try it out and it, and it is kind of cool I've been playing it more on PC lately uh, other than that I logged on to Destiny two. The other like last night actually and i played a little bit of iron banner because i hadn't tried out iron banner because it was 6v6 um which is like a big thing because it launched the destiny 2 bvp launched as all of it was 4v4 and then the community is like oh why, why aren't there some 6v6 so they made iron banner 6v6 so i figured i'd try it out feels good it's 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 fine um and i was like man i really missed the feel of this game i I played like two matches and i was like man i've missed this so i'm very excited for tomorrow tuesday um may 8th is when they're dropping the warmind uh expansion which i'm gonna be playing on mixer.com slash teddy chineris at 6 p.m to 10 p.m central time (laughs) and other than that i've been uh and yes mixer that's that's a whole thing i'm trying that out for a little bit um, and other than that, I sat down after my classes ended to when my work started the next week, I had a week to just be ready to get ready for streaming and also to binge God of War. So I played God of War and I binged it. So it's so fucking good. I played it for like three days straight and I, and I beat it and it's incredible. And it's one of the best video games I've ever played in my life. And yeah, God of War is great. And I got to check that game out. 
It's very good. <laughs> I beat, I mainlined the main story because I was worried I wasn't going to be finished in time. But like now that I've done that, I really want to go back and play the side stuff. Like apparently the side quests are really good too. Oh, they like I, I've also been playing God of War, and and I'm I'm very early in. I'm what, like five or six hours in, but just like early on, it has some of the best. Like both the fighting feels really really good. Uh, like handling the different uh, enemies and all the kind of moves you can do. But, like, that first big battle with a stranger, oh, like, oh, that, yeah. that thing was just, like... Oh, yeah. It felt like a, it, it felt like Avengers movie. Like, this is amazing. It pays off later. The, the moment when that fight was happening, I was like, man, you know how some people, like, say, if you could have any studio make any game, what would it be? I, I used to say, like, Sucker Punch, just make another infamous game, please. But now I'm like, <laughs> if Sony Santa Monica could make like a, an Avengers game or like a fucking Teen Titans game, like just any sort of superhero that has like a lot of strength because man, that, that right, that fight is a superhero fight. Like, Oh, it'd be really good, but I don't want them to stop making God of War. Cause God of War is really good too. It's, it's amazing what they've done. Like it's, it's the same character, but it, it feels very different. And the whole like world and stuff, feels different but it still feels so good it's it's, i'm i'm very excited to play more of it and i've heard of a lot of people like finishing in it and just keep playing because they love yeah i really want to go back to it i normally don't play a lot of like really immersive narrative stuff on stream like i like playing multiplayer stuff or i can just like play music and whatnot but like i really enjoy this game so much that i want to play like two hours of that and then two hours of something else because i just want to go back to it it's really good uh darian was hanging out in my stream just before I started, and then she hopped out. Are you going to play it, Darian? Perhaps. Okay. Well, to if, be determined. If, if you don't like it, I will, I will be shocked. I I don't know if I've heard of anyone that has played it for like a decent amount of time and just hasn't loved it. Like it, it's really good. Everyone that I know that's played it has really liked it. Well, Scribbly, what games have you been playing? That you've been excited about stuff. Uh, not really new games. I've been going back and playing old games lately. Um, uh, let's see. First it was Nier Automata. And it, it as soon as I was done with uh, all of the main endings. it I think it's fair to say that it's my favorite game of all time. It's so good. I really so, need to go um, back and play that. Oh I you definitely it, do. I haven't started it. Oh it's fantastic. It it might not be for everyone, but it was definitely for me. Well, see, here's the thing I hear about Nier is it's got a really amazing story and stuff, but yeah. how is the actual gameplay? The gameplay is tight. Okay. So good. They fixed it from, uh, I don't know if you played the first one, uh, Nier Gestalt and Nier Replicant. No. No, because uh, the, uh, like, the main complaint from that game was the gameplay, that it was very clunky. But in Nair Automata, it is buttery smooth. So smooth. And so many cool little uh, uh, little mechanics hidden in the game. Because it's not... Like, you can play the game and it will be like a traditional uh, RPG sort of game. And then all of a sudden, it's a top-down bullet hell shooter. And then it's a 2D platformer. Yeah. And then it's a puzzle and game. It's crazy. The transitions are just... 
so oh. so smooth and like it's seamless. Yeah, it really is. It's a fantastic game. Interesting. And yeah, even uh, I made something called Near November now. So every November we're gonna be playing Near games. So Near Gestalt <laughs> and then Near Automata. <laughs> Trying to hundred percent both of them. I've heard so many people say Near Automata, and I've heard so many people say Near Automata. Yeah, I I say Near Automata. I, I switch back and forth. All right. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> know what the correct version. You guys person. were gonna be like, no, it's definitive, and you guys were like, yeah, it's fine. There's Near Automata. <laughs> There's Near Automata. Right. No, I don't. I don't know what the right way of saying it is. I just yeah. say it the way I have say it in fun. the game. So I feel like you have the freedom to choose whatever yeah. is more comfortable for you. Mario Brothers. Definitely. Oh my god. What? <laughs> Mario Bros. <Yeah. laughs> Not, no. He says his name. He says, it's a me, Mario. Okay. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> Mario. <laughs> yeah, it's Mario. Okay. Come on. <laughs> uh, after that, Near I played. Uh, Auto Tomatoes. <laughs> Near Auto Tomatoes. Yeah, that's something that's we also one, called yeah. it. Yeah, that's I love the one. It. Near Auto Tomatoes. Fantastic game. 10 out of 10. <laughs> And then I then I went after that. I think I played I played this game called Recore because mm. I got I got Game Pass and I figured yeah. hey Recore. I wanted sort of to the play same Recore when it was coming out, and then it got a lot of like mediocre reviews. And oh, I was like, dude, eh, it's I guess I'll super mediocre. But now I also have Game Pass, so I re-downloaded it. I was like, I'll get to it eventually. Yeah, I was in the beginning. I was super hyped because it, it it's a fun game, but. The ending is super duper disappointing still. Mm. Uh, the campaign is very... I mean, you could crank that game out in like three streams. I think I did. It's a short game. It's, it gets very repetitive. The area is almost exactly the same no matter where you go. It, I, it was fun while it lasted, but I'm not going to ever play it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the last game I played was Shantae and the Pirate's Curse. And oh my god! Have you yeah. guys played Shantae? No, but I've heard those games are really, really good. Oh, dude, they are surprisingly good. The humor is super good. Gameplay is tight. And it's just, it oozes charm, and I love it. Yeah, I, I want to play that game eventually. Like, I've heard so many good things about the Shantae games, so one day I'll, I'll, I'll pop down. When yeah. I say that, it was so many games. <laughs> I know, I know. Me too. This was my first Shantae game, and I had a blast. Oh. Definitely worth picking up for sure. It's also on Game Pass, by the way. So if you got Game Pass, oh, pick it up. Oh, well, that's good, because I, I don't own... There's a lot of games that I own that I'm like, oh, I'll get around to it. But that one I didn't own, but now I guess I technically do, because Game Pass oh, is yeah. dope. It is. It's a really good service. Uh, but, uh, like I said, I've been playing God of War. Uh, I will say something about it is that it's got so many, like, the equipment system is kind of a little too extensive. Like, I'm like, okay, you've got, you've got, like, your, your weapon, your, your chest armor, your, your arm armor, your belt, all this stuff, and I'm like, I only have so many resources, what am I supposed to spend it on? And It's and, not super intuitive, but you get to where you know it. But, like, everything is there, and it all makes a difference, and it's not... I don't think it's too much, but it does take a while to be like, oh, this is this, and this is where this goes, and all. There, there is a lot of it, but I, I don't know if it's... Like, you really learn it as you go. It's, yeah. it's not that bad. 
I imagine. And it does seem to be, uh, was it Metrovania in the sense that I've, I've found some stuff, like there's red crystals, and I'm like, I tried swacking them and stuff, and I'm like, oh, this is probably something I need to come back later for. It does seem like a game that you do kind of get powers and then come back to the area and do stuff. Yeah. Um, I did, so there was a free uh, weekend for a VR MMO called Orbis VR. Um, and I, I uh, decided to hook up my uh, HTC Vive to mess around with that. Honestly, I tried a little bit of it and trying to manage all of the like, it's basically like World of Warcraft in VR. And that's a lot of things to try and... Like, it took me forever to just figure out how to equip a weapon. And then how to, like, use the weapon. And then I had to go, like, kill some deer. And I was, like, wandering around and, like... A guy was like, oh, the deer is over here. He showed me. And then the deer just, like, killed me. And then I I was like, like, okay, respawn, came back. And I was like, I don't know where I am. I don't know what's going on. And I was just like, whatever, I'm going to play something else. So I hopped into I Expect You to Die. Um, this is uh, on on PlayStation VR and all the, the headsets because it's like you just sit sit down and, and play it. And it's kind of like an escape room, uh, a series of escape room stuff. They'll put you in a scenario. Like the first one, they have you in a uh, car that you need to get the car out of this plane. Um but the plane door is shut, so you have to figure out how to open the plane door. Um, and there's uh, poison gas outside the car, so you kind of have to like do stuff quickly and and stuff. And there's a lot a lot going on. But it also seems that my my problem it, it's cool. I I like it. My only problem with it is that it seems like it's a game that expects you to fail before you learn what to do. I wonder why. It would be titled "I Expect You to Die." Yeah, just, yeah. just a theory. Maybe <laughs> yeah. that's purposeful. I mean, yeah, but in the same, I guess there's there's short experiences, but the like the second one, um, I ended up dying like four or five times, uh, like right near completion. I was just like, wait, like it just like the the nuclear rocket was about to take off and i had i knew what to do but it just was like too quick i I didn't have the thing prepared i didn't know it was gonna take off if i didn't have the thing ready in time so i had to do it i lost and i had to start all over and go through the whole thing again my god was this game made by a bond villain (laughs) but i will say the freaking intro song for the the game and the whole intro sequence freaking amazing the very like uh 007 quality uh stuff so nice if you got if you've got vr definitely check it out it's uh, oh there's no vr system that fits my head so i can't (laughs) yeah Yeah. i i I just realized now that that doesn't make any sense for people who are listening to the podcast <laughs> just just go to youtube.com slash last yeah. week and, and figure out what, yeah, what, no, what it, it, it will all like. make sense it will all make describe. sense <laughs> um <laughs> but now that we're done talking about what we've been playing let's talk about the video game news that's come out in the last two weeks all righty as always we must discuss the splat fests oh my occur. god every time Ted, teddy loves it <sighs> because he's a big splatoon boy 
his favorite Every thing. Every time I see you put this, last time I saw you put the Splatfest in the news section on Discord, and I was just like, oh. <laughs> but it's it's I've accepted it at this point. Yeah, so you know? I think I think it's a fun little thing to talk about. Um, so this time is actually really interesting. They're doing a four-way Splatfest because they are having you battle over which Ninja Turtle is the best. Michelangelo, uh, clearly. Uh, well, so first you had to battle. Uh, it was uh, Raphael versus uh, Leonardo. Uh, do you guys have a pick on that? Leonardo. I'm going with Raphael. Oh man, Raph is the is the angry, angsty guy who always wants to be the leader, but clearly isn't exactly. qualified enough to be the leader. Oh hell no! <laughs> That's why I love him. <laughs> uh, Darius, respect it. I don't know. Do you have any experience with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Darren? Not wow. really. That's wow. Rough. That's a rough life. I saw the live action movie a couple times. Yo, Stephen Amell, but... Casey Jones. I still haven't even seen that, even though I want to see it just for him. <laughs> but yeah. The I... one from the 90s? Oh, no. I thought you were talking about the new one. Yeah, I haven't seen that. When I was a little the... kid. Yeah, I haven't, like, se- I haven't seen I it in see probably that. 15 years. I watched a lot of TMNT uh, cartoons when I was younger, and they had a little animated movie that I really, really liked for a while that was literally just called like TMNT, and it was great. Big fan. Teddy, would you like to have your mind blown? They're making a new uh, cartoon. That's why the, I do the, know that, and this. the art style looks horrible. And they they also made Raphael the leader. Yeah, and they're yes. like switching around the weapons on yeah, the different. All, I don't know. Uh, Raphael and Michelangelo have the slightly weapons. different weapons. Um, like. Michelangelo has kind of a chain weapon instead of the nunchucks, and then um, Raphael's kind of just got it's like wooden okay. sticks instead of the size. It's not okay. No, that is not okay. It's upsetting. I, I was told when Raphael was the leader, okay, but the switching of the weapons, no, no go. Uh, okay, so the it's already been decided. the The first one went down, and Raphael won, won the first round. Leonardo got the most vo- votes, but the Raph players won both the solo and team matches. So the next, the next round will be Michelangelo versus Donatello. Who are you, who are you guys going for? Oh, Donatello, Michelangelo. Oh my gosh! What? <laughs> Michelangelo is the best turtle, like total. D- Donatello. Donatello's smart. He's a great dude, you know. He, he always has the plan. He always makes the inventions. Yeah, I like Don Donatello. Exactly. He might be my second favorite. But, like, Michelangelo, is he's the funny one. He's always bringing the party to the turtles, you know? Ah, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, well, well, we'll see. We'll see who wins that. And then whoever... Oh, also, I'm Michelangelo. I'm, I'm Raph for the first one, Mike for the, Michelangelo for the second. He's a and funny then, dude. He likes pizza. Um, yeah, I think Michelangelo is my overall favorite. And then in the end, it'll come down... So it's going to be Raph versus whoever wins the second round to decide the ultimate turtle in the third round uh, that's cool is it every weekend now or is it like how how far between uh i think i so the last one just happened let me see if i can get the, the brackets are set up uh may 4th and 5th is the was the first one may 11th and 12th is michelangelo and donatello and then the finals are the 18th and 19th okay and i think this is just the american I don't. Yeah, that's the thing that's been bothering me a little bit about Splatfest. Because 
like I usually play with American people, right? Yeah. Because of my stream, like ninety percent of my followings are from America, but I live in Norway. So when we try to play Splatfest together, it's region locked. The whole game is region locked, and I can't yeah, play with my friends. Weird. That is dumb. Yeah, it's a little upsetting. Yeah. <sighs> Stop that. <laughs> You, you you okay, Darian? You're breaking my heart. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I do. <laughs> it's one of my gifts. <laughs> Broken. Oh, curse. I don't wow. know. <laughs> yeah. Horrible. Well, may maybe uh, we can talk to the new president of Nintendo to see what he can do about this. Uh, oh my because God. what? <laughs> that was a beautiful transition. Thank was you. it? Yes. Was it? <laughs> um, it was good. It's fine. The the Nintendo pre president Susumi Kimishia. Yep, that's oh, that's no. it. I nailed it. Oh, that's a that's rough. Let me uh, let me see here. Well, step down in from his position at the end of the at the end of June, and he will be replaced uh, by. Shintaro Furukawa. Shintaro Furukawa. Shintaro Furukawa. That's a O. Shintaro. And mm, interesting. The first one I would say Tatsumi Kimishima. That's that. That one's not hard at all. That one's easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come on. Well, you could you could have took took this new story. Are you when... not an anime weeaboo like no, we are? Come on, no, come on, no. you gotta get on it. I you only watch. It's really not. I only watch dubs. I do not watch subs. Oh, ugh. I've been going through My Hero Academia, but only I'll watch the dub. I'm gonna start that soon. I have a friend who just pressures me about it constantly. <laughs> I've been watching Kakegurui. Why are you flexing? Because my uh, my Twitch emote is All Might doing this. Doing a flex and looking over. Is that what? Yes. Is he flexing? Yes. What? Well, anyway, uh, so <laughs> so Shintaro is the has been with Nintendo since 1994, and he's worked in other roles throughout his tenure. He's also the Pokemon Company's outside director and Nintendo's managing executive officer. So he's he knows what he's doing, I would assume. And maybe he'll be like, yeah, man, Pokemon's pretty good. Let's let's just put it on the Switch. Let's bring all of the Pokemon to the Switch, which already is happening. But yeah, I was about to say, I was like, I think that <laughs> would oh, happen regardless. Um, so, yeah, that's that's a thing. Uh, <laughs> Teddy, can you yeah. tell me about, can you tell me about Amazon Prime? Because I know that you subscribe to it in some uh yeah, I did know about Amazon Prime, but did you know that if you connect your Amazon Prime account to your <laughs> Twitch account, you get a free sub to your favorite streamer every thirty days? And Say this isn't what? even to promote me anymore, because I'm not gonna be even beyond Twitch for a while. So like, this isn't even for it's me. This is for all you guys. Uh, oh my god, I had no idea. <laughs> I mean, every everyone on this podcast right now is able to be subbed on Twitch. So. It's true. Don't do it to me, though. Do it to my Patreon that's also launching on tomorrow night at 5 Shady, p.m. instead of 6 p.m. Hold it for the end of the Amazon show. Prime <laughs> annual subscription. The, uh, the price, um, I believe before this, was $99, and it's jumping up to mm -hmm. $119 per year. Yeah, and the uh, student price is also jumping. Yeah. 
which is upsetting because I used the student price. It's yeah. I used the regular price for a while, not knowing that there was a student price, and then I found out that I could have saved like fifty dollars, and I was really bummed about it. Which I include I included this as a news story because like a there is the Twitch uh, stuff, uh, but also along with that they they did start giving out those free games as part of a Twitch Prime. Um, and, and it seems like, like Amazon prime is just bundling so many things in, in with, uh, uh, it, that it, it, I feel like they're, you know, have to add the price, but it's, it's kind of crazy that they keep offering this stuff. So if you just want shipping, you're kind of paying way too much for it. But I guess if you're using all of the services, I don't know, even if it's I, just for the shipping, yeah. I use Amazon a lot. Same. I, I get things shipped to me at least on a monthly basis. Many, sometimes many times a week. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's very helpful. But yeah. But yeah, it's, I mean, so... It can't go much higher than this. That would be like, oh my god. I'm I use to... it exclusively for Twitch services. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is reasonable because of all the free stuff they give you. Like, Especially you recently make with all the games. most of that subscription yeah. with just free subs to like monthly free subs like yeah. I and you get a monthly and free sub and a bunch of games yeah. yeah yeah and the games yeah i've been doing you a bunch of those lately. so much i was so surprised i downloaded the twitch app and I, I saw this little little button that said games and i clicked the games button and i didn't even i didn't even know but i yeah. had like a ton <laughs> yeah, of games like, there oh okay i could be getting all these like, cool. oh hell yeah uh, got super hot off of it yeah. Oh, yeah, the game. Super hot, so good. The I think game, even, yeah. Even for just Twitch stuff, I mean, you're getting if you're you're an active Twitch viewer and gamer, you're getting you know ad free viewing. You're getting the Twitch emotes. You're getting a free sub to people, and then you're getting what like four free games a month. Something so, yeah. like that. I think so. So yeah, if you, I mean, it's it sucks. Deal. It sucks that they're adding the price, but it like you know if you're watching on Twitch, like it's probably pretty good value for you. Um. You know what's a really uh, active game on the Twitch community? PUBG. It's true. Darian, why don't you tell me about the cool things that are happening with the PUBG? The PUBG. I can do that. They recently released one of the bigger patches since patch 1.0. Um, update 12. Um, it's got a bunch of new stuff. Um, all of the guns have been rebalanced. They added a new gun... It's a DMR, which stands for Designated Marksman Rifle, and it's called the SLR. Um, It's similar to the SKS. It uses the same ammo. Um, It's long-range and semi-automatic. They don't have any more level 3 helmets in the world. Um, You only get them in the boxes now, the the drops. Um, And they added a bunch of new grips. They also added a new car which is, it looks like a sports car, so it makes you Ooh. feel like a badass when you find it. <laughs> like, it, it looks like a classic sports car, so it's really fun to find and just drive around super fast and hard to control. How many seats uh, does that have? Four. Oh, cool. So you can have your whole squad in it, yeah. We found one in the last game that I played, and the rest of the game didn't matter because we were just driving around <laughs> in a Firebird, and it was fun. <laughs> like, it was just, it was very fun. So cool. huge update, lots of balancing. So pretty excited. It's a, it's another big change for 
PUBG, um, the map selection has been implemented now as well. Um, so you can use that now, which is a feature people have been asking for since they added the second map. Um, and we, we've got it now. So it's pretty exciting. So let me ask you this, as somebody who doesn't play PUBG, what were they doing for the maps before? Like, I, everyone was like, they added map selection. I'm like, how did you choose the map before this? You didn't, <laughs> didn't choose. It was random. It was completely oh, random just, chance, like, yeah. you loaded in, it was random all of the time? Yep. Yeah, so oh. when they first released Miramar, there was a uh, misbalance with the maps that were randomly selected, and, like, I think it was something crazy, like between like not, like up to ninety percent of games were Miramar, with only ten percent being um, wow. the Aaron goal. So they they rebalanced that and then started working on map selection. It took them so long to implement it because on low population servers, if not enough people are choosing the maps, times to get into matches could be insane. So they were trying to rebalance everything to make sure that it still worked even on low population servers before they rolled it out. Hmm. Um, Scribs, do you still play PUBG? Um, I haven't played it in a while. So, I actually can't even remember the last time I played it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) My last Uh, thing on your PUBG uh, news, Darian, you said they added a DMR, which stands for Designated Marksman Rifle. And I thought, does the Halo DMR stand for the same thing? Turns out, it does. (laughs) <laughs> that is all. Who would have guessed? Just a little tidbit for you. Who would have guessed? <laughs> both of the guns. Probably me. <laughs> They're both guns that are marksman rifles, so it makes sense. But yeah. Uh, Teddy, is there a DMR in Fortnite? No, but let me tell you what is in Fortnite, good <laughs> sir. Oh my god. I was at work today and I saw this <laughs> announcement um, and I got super excited because, like, if anyone knows me, I'm a big fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's, like, one of my favorite things. Period. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things. I love it. Um, and I've really, really liked Infinity War. I've seen it, like, three times now. Um, but, so I was at work today, and I saw this image on Fortnite's Twitter that was, like, that I think it says, yeah, it says Snap. And then it, for, it says Fortnite X Avengers Infinity War limited time mashup. And basically, it's a game mode. So in this uh, story on Polygon that Allegra Frank wrote, uh, it says the Avengers Infinity War themed mode shakes up the standard battle royale formula, according to Entertainment Weekly, which, to be fair, probably should have grabbed that story because that's the full source, but it's okay, which has <laughs> details on the campaign. Uh, players can find the Infinity Gauntlet on the map, and whoever grabs it can equip it and actually become Thanos in-game. So yeah, there is. It's the same Fortnite game mode, but there's an Infinity Gauntlet just somewhere on the map. And but what ha- what happens if you become Thanos? Can't you just snap your fingers and end the game? Yeah, you would think that <laughs> like somebody finds the Infinity Gauntlet, the they snap oh, the fingers. Oh shit! And then half. That's of- totally Infinity War spoilers. Oh my god! What? Not a we spoiler? Can't- no, they revealed that in the trailer. That- yeah. It, everyone, they, yeah, Gamora <laughs> says if you snap your fingers. Gamora says if you snap your yeah. fingers, he can end civilization with a snap ha- of his fingers. The, That's spoiler. the universe has been his plan the whole time. It's been in the trailer. Yeah. And it's also, you know, a comic book storyline that's existed for many years. But yeah, so yeah. the power of the Infinity Gauntlet is like each stone ha- can do different things because each stone is like the mind stone. One's like the mind stone, the soul stone, the power stone, space, reality, and time. I think I just got all of them. Um, but yeah, they, so 
I don't really know what they're going to do for, like, when you pick it up in-game. But I'm excited to see. My biggest disappointment was I saw this and I was like, well, there goes all my money. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to buy the Star-Lord skin. I'm going to buy Spider-Man. I'm going to buy Iron Man. It's going to be great. And then uh, I read later, they're like, oh, no, there's no skins coming. It's just the game mode. I was like, apparently Epic hates money because I was legitimately willing to spend like $50. (laughs) But uh, $50 saved. That's true. That's true. Uh, I really should be saving money, so that's good. Uh, but yeah, that was that was a bit of a bummer. But yeah, I'm I'm curious what it just says becomes Thanos. Like, what does that what does that yeah, give you? Yeah, they're really what? vague on the phrasing. What I think if it's in just, the I think in the entertainment. Yeah, I think in the <laughs> Entertainment Weekly article it says something along the lines of like gain the powers of the Infinity Stones. It's like, well, what does that mean in gameplay? Like, instead <laughs> of guns. So you're gonna shoot different colored, dude. <laughs> I'm excited. That's it. I'm gonna be streaming the Destiny 2 DLC and whatnot tomorrow, which is like my main thing. But I'm probably gonna end the night and be like, "Well, guys, let's just go over here and take a look at this real fast because <laughs> I want to see it. I want to see what it does at least." But you, yeah, you assume you'll be able to get it. No, Kenny <laughs> just wants I to won't. die to the die to Thanos. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I'll probably just be at work and I'll be like, "Oh yeah, that went live. Let me see." And I'll like f- look at it on my phone while I'm at work. That's what'll happen. But yeah, pretty cool stuff. Uh, Darian, did you look at this next news story on your phone? On my phone? Yeah, I'm trying to make I a segue. So. Go with me, Darian. Go with me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I linked it from my phone because when I link things for things from my phone, I remember how awful it is to do that. It's not fun. But this game that this new story or next story is talking about is gonna be super fun. Um, so the next game coming from the Stardew Valley publisher, Chucklefish, um, is gonna be called Eastward. And it's a post-apocalyptic adventure inspired by 90s anime. Um, The article says, In Eastward, you control a worker named John who has to guide a young girl named Sam through a series of dangerous cities. While Eastward is set in a decaying world with a slowly shrinking human population, the characters you do meet seem quirky and full of life. Um, And it looks like a huge project. Uh, It it looks really pretty. It's very pixel arty, similar to uh, Stardew, and and uh, uh, it's very pretty. It looks like they they took a, a lot of the same um, textures, maybe from uh, Stardew, and then developed them a little bit further. And it just looks absolutely gorgeous. I would, uh... yeah. I don't know. I want like I I'd say Stardew is still sixteen bit. I would I would say This is getting into that thirty two bit. Yeah, yeah, definitely range. A, definitely a step up more more detailed than, than Stardew. And, and to be clear, this isn't from the Stardew developers. This is just the publisher. Yeah. I wanna throw right. this out there too. There were there was another game like this that was like the Wizard game or whatever. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. Where articles were like Stardew Valley publisher, blah blah blah. Like Chucklefish has been publishing games for a long time, and good ones too. Like Starbound was a Chucklefish game, and that was like mm. I think Terraria might have been. Like well, I'm not sure I, about that, but like uh, are they, you sure? No, I'm not sure. Uh, they're they're <laughs> the same game devs. I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah, Terraria and Starbound are both the same devs. Yeah, 
Um, I, yeah, I'm not really sure what the fact that they're the publisher really has yeah, to do with anything. It's just funny that everyone, apparently, like, after Stardew Valley got really big, all the, like, games media websites are like, anytime Chucklefish mentions a game, they're like, oh, we gotta put that and put Stardew Valley Publisher, because maybe people are clicking that because they see Stardew Valley? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they've been making games for a long time. They've been publishing for a good bit. And they usually do this type of thing. I mean, Starbound, Stardew Valley, the, the style of these games are similar, in a way. Uh, I will say that, uh, mo- like, most publishers, it's like, whatever, you know, they're, they're not the ones making the game. But I will say, anything Annapurna Interactive, the people who published uh, What Remains of Edith Finch and Florence, I'm very happy with everything they've put out. So if I see their name attached to a game I'll take notice, but other than that, like, they, they, they just kind of put the game out there. They're not making it or anything. You know what? I'm mm-hmm. Whenever I see the publisher EA, I'm like, I got to give them all <laughs> yeah. my money, boys. Woo! What a great publisher, you know? All the best. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, love, I love loot crates. <laughs> that's that's love a it. new slogan. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know what game I hope doesn't have loot crates? Red Dead Redemption 2, which we got a Probably trailer well. for, which oh shows my God, us... it looks amazing. Yeah, uh, shows us a little bit more. Uh, we get to see, I think all we've gotten before was the teaser that kind of just showed us the outline of the characters before. Yeah. And we actually see stuff and see what's going on. And seems like we're you're running around as the gang that, uh... so this is a prequel to all the other Red Dead Redemption games. Which is just... Red Dead Redemption and Revolver. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, so the other two, Red Dead Redemption. I don't know. When somebody says all the other, it sounds more than two to me. Uh, how, many, how many does it have to be to be <laughs> all the other? Okay. Yeah, three or more. I feel like it's got to be three. Otherwise, it's both. Yeah, both or okay. a couple, you know? The other couple. Um, so we don't really know anything really from the story it just seems like maybe you're gonna be robbing some people um are, it's a are, game about crimes yep you're a crime boy have you not oh, played any of the other rock star game about crimes no. who would have guessed you... no uh author right rock star <laughs> arthur, morgan is the... arthur morgan is the primary uh playable p- protagonist he is a member of the dutch van der Lind's first gang more than Morgan Nailed is neither it. seen nor referenced in the first Redemption, so he's an all-new character. Uh, Marsden, who uh, we've seen before, uh, John Marsden, has also ex- uh, is also expected to feature prominently in the story as a major character. Has been oh, seen, that is cool. Seen in promotional trailers. Um, Wait, did, did we see John Marsden in the trailer? I'm pretty sure uh, he's in this one, from what I I've heard. As somebody who has not played the game, I've heard that he's in this trailer. Oh, dang, I've seen it, and I didn't notice him. He might be in, like, the background or something. Uh, Maybe. Scribbly, are you looking at the outline? If you go on everything we know about R- R2-D2, or R2-D2, R- oh, R- 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 <laughs> He's R2 a robot. Oh, He's in Star God. Wars. He screams, and it's the cutest thing ever. I think there's I think there's a screenshot of John, John Marsden uh, hitting somebody with his gun next to a fire. I think that's John I Marsden. think there's a screenshot of Jar Jar Binks in there. <laughs> yes. There might be. It's, it's, this is actually a Star Wars John, Red Dead Redemption 2, a Star Wars story. <laughs> I'm looking at it now. Oh. Oh. Oh, I see it. 
Yeah, isn't that? Yeah, that could be Joe Marston for sure. Um. So yeah, this is a prequel, and uh, we will evidently see the events that lead up to Marsden's capture, a bloody gunfight at Blackwater, a location appearing in both games. Um, so that'll be kind of cool tying everything together. Um, and we'll be playing as a new character. So I guess, I guess that's kind of cool because you won't know what happens to your character. Like, is he, is he going to live? Is he going to die? Is he going to, what's his deal? Um, yeah, but we don't have too much information about it, but just a little bit more information about it. It's cool. One of my, uh, one of my longtime destiny rating buddies, uh, Red Dead Redemption is like his favorite game of all time. So whenever like something new about two comes up, he's always, uh, I'll always be like, I haven't played it. And he's like, what? You still haven't played? What are you doing? So I'm gonna, now that I'm back to playing destiny two and we're going to be raiding, uh, with the new raid layer that's coming in Warmind, uh, he's going to be talking to me all the time and pressuring <laughs> it's gonna me to be all about it. it. Yeah. You should play it. I should. What are you doing? I should. It's a good point. <laughs> it's a great game. Well, loot crates. Um, <laughs> oh, I love them. What? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. What in the world? We're talking the next news It's a story. transition now. It's happening. Also, <laughs> the segue is just so you know, I hope it's everything's fine, but my computer is super laggy, so this is interesting. Don't die, Teddy. And it's, it's only the video for you guys. Like, it's super fucking no, everything frames looks, per second. Everything mm. looks fine for- Okay, good. Hopefully it'll just clear up. Yeah, you're moving fine for on our end. Okay. Cool. Um... So Belgium declared loot boxes gambling and therefore illegal, uh, <gasps> which is hot on the heels of Netherlands uh, declaring loot boxes as gambling and uh, therefore illegal. Uh, hot damn. So, yeah, I mean, we've already kind of seen the tide turning uh, be- between loot boxes and stuff after the whole EA debacle and, and all of that. Um, but I think one more... Teddy, Teddy's just waving his hands around. It's really don't worry, don't worry about me, guys. It's fine. <laughs> Keep going. It cleared up for a second. It was totally fine, and then it went back. So now I'm like, why? Just hoping it clears up. <laughs> That's cryptic. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I think with loot boxes being straight up declared illegal in some countries, I mean. That's kind of the the nail in the coffin for them because they they're not they're either going to have to not put out their game in those countries if they have loot boxes or have to like change how they work there. But that like that's a whole lot of like work for it. It seems like it'd be simpler to just not put in loot crates. Yeah. Well, they're gonna do whatever makes them the most money. If they can if they can take if they can change it around so they still get money. They're gonna do that. Uh, has Norway said anything about loot crates? Loot nah, nah, nah. <laughs> They're cool <laughs> nah. with whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, America's definitely had a lot of people talk about, it, but I feel like the talks kind of like that controversy has kind of died down. People have kind of like the loot crates in general have kind of died down. Um, I mean, loot crates. I can't think of a worse mechanic than a loot crate. Yeah, like the, I hate them. I despise them. I think they're, I, yeah, they're they shouldn't be in the game. 
it's my it's my opinion. I know that you're doing it to make a lot of money, but why are you hiding content behind a paywall on a game we're already paid for? I wish that loot crates like in games that have them. I wish that it's more about like you can buy everything with like preferably with in-game cash, but also yeah. like cosmetics you could get with real money, but you can buy them directly and you exactly. don't have you to know like, what you get. go through a thing. But maybe the loot box is like cheaper. You know, maybe it's just like a dollar more to buy it directly. Most people will be like, sure, I'll buy the I'll I'll buy it directly, whatever, it's fine. But some people might be like uh Maybe I'll save the cash and just get something with a loot box. Like it's it's not like the only choice, you know. That yeah. would be I'd be okay with that. Yeah, no, I I get that too. I think having both options is all right, but uh, the only having the only way to get content is randomly through loot boxes is not a great option. No, it's yeah. a horrible option. It's true. But you you know what is a good option, guys? What is? You want me to tell you? Tell me. The Nintendo Switch online service breaking news. The first time this has ever happened. Breaking news is launching September 2018. This legitimately just came out on Twitter. Like like actual news. Uh it's launching September 2018. Um let me read all of what it says. I'll put it in the doc, but let me read all of what it says about it. It says online play, battle it out or uh, battle it out or cooperative with players around the world. That's not a great translation. <laughs> Incompatible no. games like Splatoon 2, ARMS, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Mario Tennis Aces, and Sushi Striker, The Way of Sushido, which I'm very excited for that game. Uh, it says, enjoy 20 like NES games with added online play for the first time ever and more games added regularly. There's a learn Wait, more section what? here. I'm going to click that. And then it also says, save your data online for easy access. Finally. Details about this feature will be available before the paid service launches in September. So, save data cloud backup. Thank Finally. you. Finally. What yeah. was that oh about playing old NES games? Uh, it's, a, it's a thing that you get when you pay for the online service. Is that a hint um, at Virtual Console? Uh, I, don't th- I think they've just like talked about the Versus games or whatever. Isn't that a thing that where they're making like Mario Brothers versus or Yeah, but that that's not the, those are like just yeah, like, basically separate games that they're making, but it's not that's not like Nintendo making. I think that's a separate company that's like Okay. Well, yeah, I don't think we're um, getting a virtual console. No, we feel, don't have any info about that just yeah. yet. As far like as we know, this NES thing is is it. Uh, uh, it's kind of like ice says, climbers on the eShop sort of thing. <laughs> um it's it's just i think it's gonna be more like with playstation plus you get free games and whatnot right and i think it's gonna be like that but it's gonna be only nes games type thing so is this gonna come out before or after smash brothers i before okay well it has to i mean we don't know we don't know smash bros release date that's i think smash is right around the corner I think it's. I think they're gonna announce the release date at E3, and it's gonna be. I think so be... too, but I think it's gonna be like September, October. Like I think oh, it's yeah. gonna be in the. Fall. But what better game to launch the Nintendo online services with than the yeah. new Smash? You yeah. know what I mean? Like. Um. But yeah, so the down. service will launch with 20 games with new games added regularly. Launch titles include soccer, tennis, Donkey Kong, Mario Bros, Super Mario Bros, Balloon Fight, Ice Climber, Doctor Mario. The Legend of Zelda, Super Mario Bros. 3, and more to be revealed. Oh. And they oh, that have like good. online play and stuff. So some, some classic stuff in there. So yeah. And then the pricing plan, uh, 
for a year you can get it for 34.99 so 35 bucks but if you want to do and that's the family membership actually oh yeah so they have individual membership and family membership the individual one you can do four bucks for a month eight for three months uh and 20 bucks for 12 months but if you want to do like a family membership then that's 35 for a year but for just me it's 20 bucks for a year so <laughs> that's, that's a really that's good a price good, yeah that's not a bad price at all I'll yeah. gladly pay up twenty bucks to get all of those games. Hell yeah! I uh, I've I rebought Super Mario Bros. on the Wii U just because I wanted to play it. So I'll play it again. Uh, Teddy, is there any other video games that you plan to play online? Yes, there is. Matter of fact, I plan to play Destiny Two Warmind, which is the new Destiny Two expansion. I plan to play that Tuesday, May eighth at six p.m. Central Time on Mixer.com/slash/TeddyGeneres. Uh, anyway, so. Yeah, the Destiny 2 Warmind, I mean, basically since the last time, I don't know if you guys talked about it at all last show. Did you guys, like, mention it? No, wait, we were just like, DLC is coming, Teddy will explain it next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll he- I'm here to explain it the day that it comes out, because this is going out on Tuesday, right? Does it usually? The, it comes out on Friday. Yeah. Oh, The podcast never mind. comes out Friday, never, well, so then this is going after. The DLC is already out, guys. <laughs> you just go chance. play it. Yeah, go play it. But yeah, I mean, I right now I'm telling you stuff that we know from the announcement from like the stream and whatnot, but I'm not telling you anything that we know from playing because I haven't played it yet, but I will be playing it tomorrow, uh, which is in the past for you guys. But uh, it is the the important stuff that's like launching with it. I mean, it's going to have new story content and whatnot, but every every DLC has new story content. That's not even... Story is going to be... It's going to be mediocre. It's going to be fine. And then you're going to want the end game. Uh, and the big stuff for the end game is the... Uh, the For the PvP people is the private matches, which is actually going to allow private matches... It's going to allow tournaments to happen, um, which I can't believe we're just now getting private matches, but it's okay. We're, we're having it. And then the Crucible ranking system, which I'm actually extremely excited about, um that that is coming out as well with season three uh so basically there's actually as far as i know there's two ranking systems when you play quick play you earn valor and valor goes up as you play and like it it goes up a little bit more when you win uh but you don't like lose any when you lose it just goes up it's basically a measure of how much time you spend in the quick play playlist but glory is when you play in the competitive playlist and that goes up when you win and down when you lose it's legitimately a ranking system and if you get to fabled which i believe is the don't quote me on this it might be the second but i believe it's the third highest tier in the ranking system when you get there they have a special uh pulse rifle called redrick's claymore and i really want that pulse rifle rifle so i'm gonna get some friends together we're gonna play ranked and i'm actually excited about it the pulse rifle if you're wondering what's special about it it's like it's a hard-hitting i believe this is the case it's a hard-hitting like a high impact scout rifle or pulse rifle but when you um land a precision kill and reload which it has outlaw so when you activate outlaw which is like when you reload on a precision kill it reloads really fast when you activate that it then ups your rate of fire on the gun without lowering the impact which usually if there's a higher rate of fire pulse the impact is lower so it doesn't hit as hard but this one hits just as hard 
but shoots really fast. <laughs> so, like, if you can land that kill, it will destroy. Uh, so I'm very excited about that. And then other than that, the um, the big thing for Season 3 as well is the exotic weapon tuning. So they're doing a pass-by on a lot of the exotic weapons um, and making them more fun. Some of the ones they've shown off are... Um, Man, what's it called? Skyburners, oh, Skyburners, Annex or Oath? I don't know. It's the uh, it's the scout rifle. This one they added like explosive rounds. Um, they what? Else? Oh, Graviton's Lance. That one is the big one as well. Uh, they're basically doing a bunch of big buffs to guns to make them really exciting, and I'm excited to play them. And the raid lair, which is the thing that I'm super excited about. We're gonna get my team together. That launches Friday, uh, I believe at eleven Pacific. Um, it launches usually when they launch their normal stuff. But yeah, Raid Lair is called the Spire of Stars. We don't know anything about it. Good. I want to go in there blind with my team and uh, play that raid. It's going to be fun. And that the, that's the real important Destiny 2 stuff, as far as I know. Were you taking notes, Scribbly? Uh, no, I was just checking my notes. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Scribs, do you think this will get you back into Destiny or...? I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check it out when it comes for sure. I need to, but with all this new information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm excited about it. If not, it's. I don't have high hopes where it's gonna keep. It's not gonna be the update that's gonna bring me back like every day, like old school Destiny. But it's, it's a step in the right direction, and I'll at least have fun with it for like a month. Hopefully, I'll get some friends back in, and we'll play for a little bit. I'm excited to play again because I haven't played in a long time. So, oh yeah, no, I'm 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 excited for it just yeah. to try it out and see what's new if it yeah. can w- reel me back in. But I'm not, I don't know. I was so disappointed with the last DLC that I really yeah. hope that this one, yeah, steps it up a notch. For sure. Um, but some people have been disappointed with early access of video games. Which brings us to the topic of the show. IGN has been criticized for reviewing the early access version of Radical Heights and giving it a 5 out of 10. <laughs> Do you think uh, early access games that are available to be played and purchased should be reviewed and scored? Uh, we're going to start off by uh, finding what our listeners have to say and then we'll uh, see what the co-hosts uh think about the matter matt sent in and said reviewing early access games doesn't make a whole lot of sense if it's a product for sale though so it's not unfair to give it a score instead of classifying early access games as reviews it would probably better serve them to be classified as previews since the game is in theory an evolving product preview of the final product review scores in general seem pretty arbitrary 10 point scales are often only scored 5 to 10 Sometime, something along the line of excellent, good, bad, and broken would be infinitely better than that ambiguous number. And, and uh, Yuri Gaspar said, If a game is in early access, development, green light, etc., I believe that websites are more than welcome to review it. But this, uh, but this is as long as they are happy to do it as a review in progress, i.e. that game is not complete, and that the review score can change either before or at the time of release. It is the fair way to do it for one of the games 
For one, the game gets coverage and more people see it before release and allows players to submit issues and information or things they want to be in the game. It also gives the readers slash listeners the chance to hear about uh, upcoming games. Uh, Teddy, what do you think about the issue? Um, I mean, I agree a lot with what Matt said. It's like... I, I mean, first of all, Radical Heights is not technically like... I mean, you can buy like a Founders Pack, but it's free. So it's not like, they're, it's not like you're buying a game. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's in early access, but you're not, you're not buying it. It's free. You can just hop in. It's, uh, Darian said, basically it's like an open beta. Um, but yeah, it's like, I don't know. I see why IGN wants to score it and, and I totally see why you wouldn't. I mean, they want to score it because like people are hearing about Radical Heights. So they go, Oh, what is this? And then they look on the website and there's a thing that's like, Oh, this is how the state, uh, that the game's in right now. Um, but also, I mean, I totally, I mean, it's not done. It's very, Radical Heights, specifically as an example, is like, they, they were like, hey, we're working on this thing, let us know what you think. And they weren't in any way like, this is done or even close to done. They're like, this is barely started. Like, here it is. Maybe, maybe you'll like it. Let us know. Uh, so like in that specific case, it's a, it's a lot different. But I don't know, something like PUBG or something that was in early access for a long time and is like close to done type thing i feel like that can i mean fortnite uh save the world or whatever isn't that still early access technically i was gonna ask that just occurred to me like is fortnite technically still early access right now i I think think so save the world is but not battle royale i think fortnite battle royale is just out you know because i mean it has to there's no yeah I mean, I, I think when they put out uh, Fortnite Battle Royale, they had no idea. They did not expect what was going to happen. Yeah. And then it did, and they're like, uh, I guess we got to keep doing stuff with this. <laughs> uh, so... Go ahead, Darren. Since they're on... For, uh, Fortnite is on uh, patch 4.0. Okay. What's... So, since it's not zero point... Well, I would assume that, that it is a fully released game. It's a fully fledged game. It's I not early access. I thought, I thought once the game left early access, like Save the World was supposed to be free to play. It is. Was- Save the World is supposed to be free to play sometime in 2018, but now that I think about it, we're pretty far into 2018. <laughs> I'm sure that ju- like all of their development have, has been moved to Battle Royale, and I would not be surprised if they just can save the world. Nah. They're like, we don't care about that. They're not going to can it because they've been working on it for a long time and there's a lot to it. And they have been adding to it. Like, I think this most recent uh, season four, which we didn't even really mention, season four of Fortnite happened. That was pretty big. There's a lot of cool new stuff. The map totally changed. Um, but yeah, yeah 4.0. They, like, when they did season four, they also added some new content to save the world. So it's not like they're neglecting it. They're adding, like, new missions and stuff and, like, new story stuff, I think, too. Um, but, yeah, they're definitely not paying near as much attention to it as they were planning. But I don't think they're going to can it. And if they do, that's pretty far down the line. I mean, they can Paragon. I know, but pa- Paragon's not... That was a whole separate game. It's not... It's They'll not probably funny. do what H1Z1 did and. In- Take the Fortnite label off of Save the World, yeah, and then let it die on its own. 
Well, I was going to ask, what happened? Because they were both technically H1Z1, right? One of them was H1Z1, King of the Kill, and then the other was H1Z1, Just Survive, right? The original game was H1Z1, Just Survive. And then there was a mod for King of the Kill, which was not called King of the Kill in the beginning. They, early on, split the game. You could still, at first, you could buy the game and get both game modes. And then around the time that I started playing is when they split the game and you had to buy each title individually. Huh. I didn't even know and then, about that part. With, I, it was within the last year, they took the H1Z1 title off of Just Survive. Wow. I did not yeah. know that. That's interesting. It's, huh. it's literally just called Just Survive now. Huh. And it is still in early access. They are not finishing that game. No. I don't know oh, why they no. haven't canceled it yet. They are not taking care of it anymore. The patches are few and far between, and there is not enough progress being made for it to survive. (laughs) (laughs) Just survive is not going to survive. Nope. (laughs) Uh, Scribbly, what's your opinion on uh, reviewing early access? I I just think early access is silly. Um, Basically, what the the studios are doing, and... uh, Have you seen a streamer called Excessive Profanity? I know of them. Uh, he, he, he puts it out perfectly. He said, uh, well, I don't remember word by word, but basically it said that what Early Access is, is that you take out the cost of having quality assurance people testing your game and making sure that it works, but you can get paid. You put the garbage out for free, or even better, you can get paid, sell it for early access, have the users do all of your quality assurance for you, and then fix the game over time. So I am not a fan of early access, because that's exactly what they're doing, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, even the ones that are uh, put out for free, they do have things like Founders Packs. So oh, yeah, that they, they have can... Founder Packs, and that's also just... I don't know yeah, what happened to me, but I used to have the the exact same opinion. But I don't know why. Like hearing it now, I'm like, I don't, I, I don't fully agree, but I don't, I can't fully articulate why. I guess I'm just used to the early access thing. But yeah, when, oh yeah, no, it has become the norm. Yeah, it has definitely I become the norm. Like and I'm, it. I'm also one of those guys that will check out an early access game. Yeah. I don't like the fact that I do it, yeah. but. I, I'm curious, you know, so I'll check it out, and I'm glad it's there for free. I definitely used to say this. I used to say this about PUBG and H1, like DayZ and stuff like that, uh, but I said it about PUBG to uh, one of my friends who was super into it, and he he got, like, super mad. I was just like, I, I mean, it's... Because I, I was having a little bit of fun for a while, and I was like, yeah, I mean, it's it's fine, but, like, what I, I wish that they had just... I don't know. To me, I wish that they had just finished it like really had a polish like multiple maps like like i don't know really had it polished had it all optimized and just put it out and then that would have been like whoa wow this is crazy this is a great game but to me i was just like for for me there's a lot to go to get this to like where i would love it and he was like well there's a lot of us who's really loving it right now so maybe you could just can it and i was like i mean honestly that's a good point i mean (laughs) there's a lot of people that are enjoying it right now right so it's like who am i to say i don't know yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. Did you did you guys play Radical Heights? 
I played a little bit of it. I played about an hour of Radical Same. Heights. Because they did the worst mistake ever, because that game was a hop mess from the get-go. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, they should have so so They, sh- they should no not have put them. it out. They should not have put like it out I feel like it has all. hurt them. That it has hurt them immensely. And it's boss key. They made Lawbreakers. I love Lawbreakers. Oh, wow. But it gets so much hate, which is understandable. But boss key has made so many dumb decisions. Lawbreakers and then they go really off good. and they re- they release yeah it's oh it's so bad. They wanted to jump into the hype train. They wanted to. And, and it's they, hurting they them because of those waited. reviews. People are reviewing they, it down the drain and for good yeah, reason people, it's uh, It's a every mess. Every time I bring up Rattle Go Heights I'm like, okay, don't try it yet. Just wait because yeah, this game wait. has so much potential. Oh, definitely. People aren't it's super give it a fun when it works, now, but the problem is right now it works one out of ten times, you know? <laughs> and, and when they did release it, we couldn't even find the game. It wow. was too laggy. We, we, would, we would spawn. Like, in the beginning of the game, you free fall, right? You just fall down from the sky. Mm-hmm. Like, the first match we ever played, we were free falling inside of the main lobby area on the ground. <sighs> just hitting ramps on our stomachs. Free fall. Oh, just doing no. tricks on our stomachs. And then you got disconnected. And that was that was that was my first experience with Radical Heights. It like, didn't oh, even load. All right, cool. I guess that's what we're getting here. I yeah, guess I was, was really, really lucky bad. with mine because I I was able to get into games no problem. Loading was really quick. Finding a full match was quick. It, it seemed pretty seamless. My big deal was like, all right, these buildings don't have textures yet. There's yeah. a lot of shit missing. There's no sound. Like there's very few sound effects. There's like they've obviously put a lot of work into this already, but Definitely. they have a lot of work ahead of them before they have a full game. The fun thing is that they only spent like five or six months on it to get to where they yeah. are now from the bottom up, yeah. which is super impressive. But they really shouldn't have put it out yet because it wasn't ready. And the reviews that have been coming in for that game is definitely going to hurt it down mm-hmm. the line. Yeah. So, but is it unfair to review something that is in early access? I don't know. I don't think, I it's, think it's unfair. I don't think it's unfair. I think it's definitely weird. I don't think it's unfair because they put it out there. Yeah. I mean, they put it out there. Yeah, I mean, people are going to do with what do with it what they're going to do with it. You know, it's out there yeah. for the world to see. I agree with what was it Mac that said that as long as you it's a review in progress that you can update. Yeah. Then yes, that, I feel like exactly. that is fair. I feel like that is very fair. Yeah, I, I think like, you know. I think the fact that it's available for people to play is why they made a review because if they if they did it of like a closed door event of like hey game review or you know games media come try out this game like is done a lot of times with games and then people come and be like here's what we saw here's what we think um whereas they're just like hey everybody play this game and then IGN put out a deal of saying should you because it, it's not really of like, should you spend your money on it? But it's like, should you spend your time playing yeah, this game? Yeah, should spend your time on it? It has gotten more stable, but... Yeah. When I played it on launch, it, it didn't even load us in the game. It was really bad. That's so sad. Yeah. Which, giving it a 5 out of 10 for being that broken is still pretty generous. That is very generous. I've seen worse reviews of it. Yeah. And I feel it's like a, definitely making that clear distinction, like this is still a work in progress. Like, yeah, yeah. Which is game, like even if people is still make, very early in development. Yeah, even if people say that though, that's the problem. Like people are gonna like 
IGN can put review in progress, review in progress, like at the bottom, I've seen this done with other games that like they're waiting on the multiplayer to go live or something like that. And they'll be like review in progress and in the bottom and like big bold text, it'll be like, we don't have a score on this yet because we're waiting for the multiplayer and blah, blah. And like the first comment down below is like, where's the score? It says yeah. like, right. people just don't want to read. They just want to look at the number. So uh, it, right. I don't know. It's like be better and more critical just as a person. Like, the, look at look at the context of things in general. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> I'll I'll be honest. I'll be somebody who looks at the score because, like, I, you know, one, review is going to be kind of wordy. And two, like, you know, I don't have to worry about someone spoiling something or, or, or something in a review. So I'll if I just get, it's an eight, I'll be like, okay, it's worth my time. And I'll, you know, find out. No, no. (laughs) I mean, somebody could think it's an eight and have like very different reasons for thinking it's an eight. And if you read, then you know the reasons and you know, oh, I wouldn't think that at all. They they think totally different than me. You know what I mean? But it's also like I look at if I do look at the score, I never just look at the score. I'll at least look at the score and read the last paragraph. Oh, yeah. Or the verdict. Like I'll always like at least try and read some of it because like. You gotta at least know where they're coming from. I like I like the websites that have like the they'll have the score and they'll have like pros and cons to kind of tell you how you how they got. Uh, it. Yeah, that's nice. Um, I just don't read if reviews. If I can, I read it. But like a lot of the time, they're all really long. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, that can be kind of a game that a game that I thought about as we were talking about like early access and people taking advantage of their early access thing. Um, beside H one Z one because that one actually hurts my heart. Um. So the game We Happy Few, which was teased like three years ago, is still in early access. Oh, is it? They haven't finished that game. And I was really excited for that game when they announced it too. And I've been waiting for them to release the full version of the game because it is like a a story game. And The, The thing is, though, it's not really. It's supposed to be like this procedurally generated, like, it's not what you think. It looks like a Bioshock... No, I haven't played okay, it. Okay, I've, I've seen played it. Play. It seems like it's a story. Oh, really? I've okay, pl- I've heard that it's like it seems it's like this procedurally generated, like really weird. It's not like a it's not like a linear story from what I had heard, which at is le- what I had expected. At least the starting area seems very uh, samey. Like I played it way, I got it like early access or something, so the stuff huh. has probably changed since I did it but it, it did seem like you went through the steel and you got into a city and and it seemed I like you were reading kinda... like first impressions and i was like oh wow this is not what i expected this game to be at all i don't know i was told maybe to I, wait on purchasing it because there is a story and there's only so much you can do in the early access that like you get to a point and it's like well once they fully release the game you're gonna have to replay it all anyway to get the full story and i was like well and i'll just wait and it's been sitting in my wish list for three years because i'm just waiting for this game to be released and finished and it's just it's just chilling they're not they're not really finishing it um so that is our opinions on the early access reviews but we want to know your opinions so next time we will be talking about your pick for game of the generation you can send those in at readysetgamecast.com slash submit select topic of the show and let us know what is your game of the generation they're all the tomatoes 
(laughs) (laughs) Can you explain what that is? Because when you guys were talking about that, I had no idea. Generations such as console generation, PS4, Xbox One, and onwards. Yeah, so I mean, like, you think of games of like The Last of Us, GTA V, stuff like the big things that made a difference in the PS3 360 generation, right? But like, PS4, what has been big enough? that has been like that is impacted not that's not just been like amazing but has been different enough to differentiate itself in the industry and be like this is something new this is something we should strive for type thing i think god of war has been like that breath of the wild something you can throw up there's a there's a couple of them out there now, as a pc master race player uh <laughs> sure how do i distinguish since PS4's release? I don't know. Yeah, 2014 and onwards. Let's say that. Okay. Let's say that. 2014 and onward. The last four years so far. Uh, wait, di- wait, hold on. Because every now and then I say 2014 that I think that the PS4 came out then, and then I'm like, ah, and then I look it up and I might be wrong. It might be 2013. I think, it's, I think it's even earlier than that. It's definitely not earlier than that. Okay, yeah, it's 2013. So it's November 15th, 2013. Oh, that's close. So fall of 2013 and out and onwards type thing. Okay. When did the Xbox One come out? Because it came out very close to that as well, like in within weeks. Yeah, November 22nd, 2013. So, yeah. Uh, that a, was that a day difference? Uh, It was November 22nd and November 15th, I think, were the oh, two. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. As a week. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's crazy that it's been that long. Yeah. Time time keeps on slipping into the future. Yep, time keeps on slipping into the future. Wise words from Bryce. Um, while you're at readysetgamecast.com slash submit, you can be part of the show by submitting a question, comment, or your favorite childhood cartoon for us to read on the show. Better be Avatar The Last Airbender. Or you're banned forever. Is that a childhood cartoon? When did you watch? Not, te- not technically, but like it's from when I was a kid. You know what I mean? I didn't actually watch all of it when I was a kid, but like you know, it's technically a children's cartoon, even though it deals with like some super mature themes. So, sort of. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Came um, out on Blu-ray recently. Buy it. Dora the Explorer. Teddy. Teddy. <laughs> I'm let. I'm letting the reins off, Teddy. Sure. Do, okay. do me do do the questions. Oh, okay. All right. I'm right. On, let's take a look here. Uh, questions slash comments. Uh, let's see here. Not pickle Rick says my IQ is not high enough to understand Rick and Morty. Question mark. That's because last time we said question, comment, or a Rick and Morty. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For a I second, couldn't remember I was either. Very confused. Uh, all right, so Matt, aka I assume Matt A plays awesome dude. He's designing a T-shirt for me, and I've seen some mock-ups, and it looks pretty cool. Uh, and he then says, he's designing one for me afterwards. Yo, poggers. He says regarding episode four, unfortunately, it's not real as far as I'm aware. But imagine the level of excitement it would bring. It's like, wait, what? It La- says E four. Yeah, is that episode four? No, last no. T- last time he E4? asked what we were excited for at E four. Oh god damn it! Listen Regarding to the podcast. E4. You're not on Teddy. 
Unfortunately, up. it's not real as far as I'm aware, but imagine the level of excitement it would bring. It's like E3 plus one E. That's like Electronic Entertainment Expo Extreme Edition, except that would be E5. That's true. That's Thanks for clarifying that, Matt. Quick maths right there. <laughs> it says, looking toward next gen, where do you think each of the big three, Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft, will focus? It looks like Nintendo's hybrid focus will continue. Will Sony and Microsoft follow suit? Will Sony continue with the blockbuster-style AAA experiences? Will Microsoft further push towards unifying the PC and the console as a living room version? Well, I have a little bit to debate of that last sentence because I don't think that's what they're doing. But what do you guys think? Scribs, Bryce. you're the Scribs, you're okay, the Nintendo so guy. Scribbly. Where do you think where do you think Nintendo's going? I think I think it's right on the money. I think they're gonna keep pushing the keep pushing the handheld hybrid and uh, just keep doing their thing. That's the beauty about Nintendo. You know, they always do things differently, and that's what yeah. I love about them. And I don't think there's gonna I don't think they're gonna switch it up <laughs> anytime soon. I don't think so either. I think it's just going to be they're they're going to continue on with their switch, and then when time oh, yeah. permits, they're going to be like, "Here's the switch too." I hope that from now on, all of their future systems are portable home hybrids. Like because I, so too. I can't go back. <laughs> I can't. I need it forever. Do you think they'll finally let the DS die? Uh yeah, time. eventually. I think they will. Yeah. They. Eventually. I think they're taking steps for it because that's why, like, the cartridges and stuff. Yeah. For easier what? portable access. They, they keep announcing games for the DS, and we're like, no, put it on the Switch. Stop. We don't want put it on, it on the, the Switch, Switch, damn it. It's going to take a long do... time. It's going to take a long time. They're not going to discontinue the 3DS just yet. They're, yeah. they're probably so going to try to. They still do with the 3DS. They have games coming into 2019, like, already announced. Oh, yeah. For the 3DS. Like, and the 3DS just has so many million, like, I think it's like over 50 million units or something of the 3DS in the wild right now. They, they're going to keep putting games out because they keep selling. So it's like they're right. going to do that until they stop selling, I feel yeah. like. I, I don't think we're going to see a new 3DS anytime soon. I think this is no, the last. yeah, for sure. But they're definitely going to keep on making games to support the system for at least maybe two or three more years, I think. If they name the next Switch the new Nintendo Switch, I'm the going to Nintendo yell. Switch. <laughs> I'm going to lose it, dude. I'm going to lose my mind. I'm I, not getting a new Nintendo Switch. I think we might God. I think we might see a more portable one, like a Switch Mini. I think that's possible. Ooh. I think that's possible. Uh, I think that's... That I kind of hope happen. they don't do that, but I they think... Might they might not to. do that as like a separate... They might elaborate. No, like there would be no dock. It would just be a handheld focus system. Oh, if they extend the battery, that would be really cool. That would be sweet. Uh, Teddy, where do you think Microsoft's going? Well, first of all, he, he ends that by saying, uh, will Microsoft further push towards unifying the PC and the console as a living room version? Right now, Microsoft is definitely not pushing towards... It, they are pushing towards unifying the PC and the console, not as a living room version. I think they're very like the they're very distinct as in like the 
Xbox is like very much a console you can have in your living room type thing. But they're doing a lot to unify the two, as in like they're putting whenever they put out like Sea of Thieves, they put out and they put it out on PC as well as Xbox and they cross play. So it's like mm-hmm. anything they put out like Microsoft first party develop, they're going to have on PC and Xbox. They're definitely going to continue that for sure. Um, I think the next console. I think if anyone was to do this between the two, it's going to be Microsoft. They're going to just be like, uh, here's the Xbox One Z <laughs> instead of the X. Here's the Z. They're going to put out like another increment. Like, I don't think they're going to keep. I, I don't think there's going to be an Xbox Two. You know, there's I want there definitely to be an going... Xbox One Two. Please. Oh my god, that'd be great. There's definitely going to be a PlayStation 5. I feel like they're, they're definitely going to do that, right? But the, there's not going to be an Xbox One, too, sadly. I would I would love to see Sony like see the success of the Switch and try and get back into a handheld oh market. Oh my god, I wish. Don't even joke with me right now, dude. Oh my god. Like it's not they, gonna happen. But if they learned their lessons from the the Vita and took a look at the Switch and were like, "We can do this again. We can do it right." That would be amazing. But they're not going to. If Colin Moriarty used to say, "If anyone is crazy enough to do it, Sony is." But I don't. They're not gonna do it because <laughs> that's fucking crazy. <laughs> I feel like Sony diver, di, di, mm, separating from regular disc play would not be ideal because like playstations and xboxes are very much used as like blu-ray players and dvd players and like i don't have a blu-ray player because i have an xbox or an xbox yeah that's one of the reasons why they're not gonna do it so i feel like moving in that direction and like sure going uh handheld and trying trying to get the mobility would be a pretty awesome move for a lot of those AAA titles, but I feel like it could also hurt them in a way. I mean, it will. They can't go backwards, and doing that would send them backwards. Like, mm-hmm. if they release something that in the future that would be like that, it's not going to be able to run God of War. You know what I mean? Like they, right. Or it will just be able to run God of War and not the thing that Xbox is doing that's over here, and now they're here, whereas they were right up here. Like They'd, they'd be going backwards, and they just won't do it. I kind of want them to, but I also don't want them to. <laughs> so it's fine. Uh, other than other than maybe like the long, long shot of of doing a handheld along with like they're going to keep the PS five or whatever. They're going to keep a hardcore deal. But they, if 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 someone goes crazy at the PlayStation headquarters and they put out another handheld, that's that'd be cool. But otherwise, the they, they, too. they have not, they have not really stopped going towards VR stuff. It seems like they're going to keep trying to push PlayStation VR. They're trying yeah, to stay competitive true. in that market. So I can see them going harder in that. And, and probably the PlayStation five will be more tailored to make VR work. Uh, well, um, Teddy, I can see that. Keep going with the questions here. We got uh, Yuri Gaspar is now asking, uh, No More Heroes is taking a new approach to video games by making games within games. What other titles do you think could get similar treatment? I'm not as familiar with No More Heroes as I should be. I know a little bit about it, but that's about as much that I know about it is what he's saying where they're making games within games. So I don't really know too much about how that works. 
Um, but what do you think, Briss? I know there's like a VR one. I know there was one on Vita I was playing a while that was kind of like Puzzle Fighter or something where you had to match stuff and then there was guys coming and if you damage them by matching stuff and it was it was pay to win like you 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 had to give money to be able to get good enough monsters or whatever oh no so so i i hit a wall at some point and i did just try and push through it but there was a certain point that like i was trying to platinum it and i got a, was doing really well uh but then i got to a certain wall and it was just like i i cannot i don't think i could progress without putting money in it and bounced off but i know that they are making multiple games in sort of this weird kind of basic premise but other than that i don't really know anything about here's the thing as far as i know this is from listening to a lot of kind of funny podcasts no more heroes was supposed to be the way they teased it was supposed to be like here's uh, Shovel Knight in No More Heroes. We're going to have, like, a Shovel Knight level and, like, a this level and a that level. But then the more people looked into it they, and, like, asked the creator, they were like, oh, no, that's just, like, we're just going to have, like, Shovel Knight t-shirts that the character wears. So as far as I know, the game within a game thing isn't actually happening. But, like, that's, I don't know. There was a whole confusing thing. So I don't know too much about this. Oh, I, I think the game within the game thing is definitely going to happen. It's a cool concept. I just realized they got no more heroes mixed up with a different game. Uh, <laughs> so ignore everything I just said. And I right. have not played any no more heroes. I saw my brother play it once in the Wii. All right. Uh, we're going to skip that question. He said, who do you follow on Twitch and why? What do you look for in a streamer? Wow. God, why does Yuri oh, wait, ask questions? Fun that I can fact talk about, about no more heroes real quick. The new one. Travis sure. touched on Strikes Back. Switch exclusive, baby. Coming out soon. Nice. Nice. Uh, I follow Scribbly and Dexterity and Teddy Chineris. There's no way that's all. You, oh <laughs> my god! Yeah, I was about to say. I was like, "There's no way on earth." If if you don't appear on this podcast, you're not. There are you know. many people that have appeared on this podcast that you did not list off. And Super Killer Bunny and Mad A Plays and there you go. There there's you a go. lot of there's a lot of people. Um, I guess like I don't care about skill level. Um, honestly, if you're, like, so focused on the game that you're, like, hyper good at the game, you're probably not somebody I'm going to watch because I don't really care about that. I care more about personality and interaction with the streamer and stuff. So I think all the people I follow uh, are really good at that, and that's what I look for. Darren? Uh, I also try to look for, like, positive uh, and chat interactive people. Um, which I realize is a little bit of a contradiction because I often it accidentally ignore my chat. Oh, um, it, it happens. It's not on purpose. Jeez. I'm just super bad at it, okay? Um, <laughs> but, I sometimes, uh, like, think about my chat too often and I'll go back and read something that I just read because I'm like, oh, I didn't know. I, I must have missed something. Like, I'm just constantly worried about the chat. I never, like, forget. Oh, my God. If I forgot my chat existed, I'd be like, oh, we're done. I can't well, do it. <laughs> I don't forget my chat exists. I just get into ruts where people yeah. just 
don't talk. So, like, I'll glance over and, like, it doesn't look like anything has changed and I'll get back in the game and then I'll glance over and then I'll get back in the game and then I'll glance over and, oh, that message was eight minutes ago. I don't even know if that person's still here and I'm sorry, but here's my response. (laughs) Also, you play, like, League of Legends and I can't even imagine streaming League. When I used to play it, it was, like, entire focus of the entire time and your whole brain is in that yep. so that's pretty like uh, so i'll try intense. to do more commentary in league sometimes like or just shit talking the enemy because i'm really Jeez. good at that damn uh <laughs> typical but, league player yeah toxic <laughs> over here but, uh, uh, but yeah yeah i also follow bob ross because it's fun to oh, tune into his ross streams is so chill Oh man, so so many good vibes. He's so such positive. a consistent streamer. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's weird. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> what kind of what do you look for in the streamers, Scribbly? Oh, same thing. Chat interaction and uh, just I don't know the personality and how interactive they are with chat. It doesn't matter if you're good or bad at the game, as long as you're entertaining to watch. I'll watch it. I'll echo what everyone else said, but um, I not only look for that, I don't know, there are people that I follow that are just genuinely funny dudes, <laughs> like, and, and girls, Elspeth is hilarious, as an example, like, there are a lot of people that I follow just because they're really fucking funny, um, and the only person that I would say that I follow, not just because they're funny and, like, interactive and whatnot, but also they are good at the game is like people who know the stream are going to laugh at me, but Tim, the tap man, but like he's re- everyone like makes fun of him because he's not as good as the professionals he plays with, but he's still really dang good. Like he's still pretty good. Uh, but yeah, so I really enjoy that. He, he still provides legitimately good gameplay a lot of the times and like is really funny while doing it as well. So yeah. Uh, let's see here. Yuri also says, um, if you haven't heard of it, there's this cool podcast called Game Mate Corp. Uh, not sure what it is about. Possibly selling shoes or something, but what is your favorite podcast? Bryce, what are your favorite podcasts, and can you tell us about this, this interesting-sounding show? Yeah, Game Mate Corp's another Last Geek podcast where, uh, every week, or every two weeks, it comes out the weeks that this one doesn't come out we uh we run a video game company where we make uh cool video games like uh mega large big large murder town battle royale why is uh, it so big because it's basically PUBG, but every time you kill somebody you become bigger oh i i saw somebody okay. tweet out recently justin davis at ign he was like what if there was a battle royale game, but every time you killed somebody, you just heard screaming, <laughs> and it just got louder. Every time somebody died, it's not like the circle was closing in, but the screaming got louder and louder. Wow. Oh like, jeez, that'd be that rough. like the you, worst idea a, ever. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, be rough. pacifist. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's, it's a comedy show, and I think we're getting good-ish every episode. A little bit better, maybe. I don't know. I think both Scribbly the last and one, The last one was twice as long as a regular podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it was over, I was kind of sad. Aww. Was like, well, that's a good sign. 
there's not more. <laughs> like this is where it ends. Because there was a very they went into a very detailed talk about Becker's Day <laughs> for not even the main game. But it was it was really funny and very enjoyable. Okay, well that's good. Bryce, what other types of podcasts do you listen to? Uh so basically lots of stuff that the McElroy brothers uh do. I love they're very funny. I love their stuff. I listen to my brother, my brother and me, the adventure zone. Uh, Sawbones, uh, the McElroy brothers will be in Trolls too. Um, I also I listen to the Giant Beast cast and the Giant Bomb cast, which kind of inspired this uh, show a little bit. Um, and I like Welcome to Na- Night Vale when I, I'm way behind on it, but I do like a little bit of narrative uh, dramas stuff. Those are the show the podcasts I listen to regularly. Darian, do you listen to any podcasts other than this? I one? listen to quite a few podcasts. Um, I listen to a whole network of podcasts from Parcast. Um, they put out a lot of really high quality podcasts. Um, one of them is like Tales, where they tell the original stories, um, of our favorite fairy tales. They think they started with Beauty and the Beast and it was eye opening for me because there was a whole portion of that story that I didn't know that I didn't know. Um, and that's kind of how they do a lot of their, like that particular one, but she's just reading a story. So it's really cool. It's just like, all right, here's a bedtime story. Super fun. Um, they also have one called Conspiracy Theories, where they give a lot of detailed information about something that has spawned conspiracy theories. So one episode is just giving you the rundown of what the event was. And then the, the next episode is, here are some conspiracy theories that people have thought of because of this and that's also really just educational and interesting and then one called female criminals where they give a detailed like story of usually well-known female criminals like they talked about uh bonnie parker from bonnie and clyde um they talked about the um the i think it's like the black widow Killer, I think. Something like that. I don't know. A couple of them. It's really interesting. Uh, <laughs> I also listened to Mabim Bam. Uh, by the brother, Brothers. Was, was, was that a, okay? I was, I, I was like, was that a word? Was that was an actual a, word? Or was that? Okay. <laughs> it's Mabim right. Bam. Uh, but, uh, and the McElroy Brothers will be in Trolls too. Uh, and I also listened to one called Savage Lovecast. Uh, which is a sex podcast, and it's great. Sex and Relationships podcast, where you can call in and he will... uh, You can call in with your problem, and he will give you his advice on what he thinks is the best way to go about it and it's yeah, a, a lot of times long, it's just relationship a advice show on my problems <laughs> <laughs> a real long show um yeah anything else or is that all of them basically that's it yeah okay scribbly do you listen to any podcasts i used to but i haven't listened to podcasts in a while they're very time consuming they are i used to listen to them when i was on the subway but yeah. I used to, I only listened to like Norwegian podcasts. There was a really fun one that was all about gaming called Nerd Alert. And, oh, oh man. I, there was one incident where they made me laugh out loud on the subway. It was kind of embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my I've, God, I've had it was moments worth it. like that. There was one, I was walking down like on campus, I was walking around and I, I couldn't contain my laughter. I was listening to an episode of the Comedy Button, and there was one joke that fucking got me. It was I was like trying so hard to hold it in. Um, I listen to 
way too many podcasts. Too many. It's a problem. I, I right now this is my podcast app, right? Um, I have the Broman podcast, which he does a lot of Ask Broman. He's a streamer, Professor Broman. He does a lot oh, yeah. of advice on like streaming and whatnot. Um, the Comedy Button, IGN Unfiltered, Rooster Teeth Podcast, Destiny Community Podcast, uh, IGN's Beyond Podcast Unlocked, which is another IGN podcast, IGN's Nintendo Voice Chat, IGN's Game Scoop, IGN's UK Podcast, the Overwatch League Recap. I just added on here, but I want to listen to that because that's like a weekly show where he like recaps the Overwatch League. I was trying to listen to the Overwatch League daily. No. That's not happening. That's a lot of content. Um, and then Colin's Last Stand, Weird Heat, Red Lips, Orange Car, which is a that that's a podcast by Marty Sleva and Alana Pierce uh, at IGN. But I haven't actually started that, but I have it on the thing. And then like on YouTube, I, I do that the audio ones, and then I also like try and watch some on YouTube. I try and watch Achievement Hunters uh, Off Topic um, and Rooster Teeth's Always Open. Um, Sugar Pine Sevens. Um, what's it actually called? I think it's called Beyond the Pine. And then, of course, I listen to every kind of funny podcast, which is a lot. But th- that's like the important one. I always like. I'm very rarely behind on on a kind of funny podcast. I I try and watch the morning show and the games daily. Like I try and watch that that day. Um, but yeah, which is kind of funny morning show, kind of funny games daily, the Game Over Greg show. Um and kind of funny games cast. My God, that's I'm quite very list. much not caught up to any of barely any of these. It's I'm too stressed out it's at the number much. of podcasts you listen to. It's a problem. But like at this point, I can't fucking stop. I also have that problem where like when I start from episode one of something, I feel like I can't quit. So like I've uh-huh. been listening off topic since episode one. I'm like thirty episodes behind, but I'm like, no, I gotta watch them eventually. Dang. It's a problem. It's it's bad. Eventually I'm gonna cut down. But I, I have problems cutting down. I've this is cut down too. Like I used to have way more. What? Yeah. It's bad. Stop. You Teddy, you've listened you to You don't even uh, listen to Ready Set Game Cast. Yeah, I was gonna Yeah. <laughs> I don't have time to listen to I could see like, him trying see, to make that joke and I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. Like this is why. I was gonna he's like, Oh, once I've listened to episode one, I need to uh listen to the rest and I'm like, You've listened yeah, to episode one of Ready Set Game. I was there, you know? <laughs> um Alright, we're gonna go in double speed. At, don't tell me to listen to your podcast though. All right, because I got too many already. I would like to trust me. All right, we're what going do you mean to... his podcast? No, I it's was just my saying podcast. in general. Okay. Damn. Damn. Uh, all right, we're gonna go super duper fast speed because I I need to eat. Uh, Bryce's crazy uncle Larry says you never write, you never call, you never develop a game with me in mind. It's almost like I don't exist. PlayStation Vita was a huge indie promoter. Do you think that Switch has now taken this title? What the fuck? It was like a whole thing and then just an actual question. Um, <laughs> I'm going to answer absolutely. Bryce? I think so, yes. I think PlayStation oh, yeah. 4 still does some Switches, and I think the PC is still the hugest. Of course, but, yeah. But the Switch still definitely waiting, yeah. promotes them way more. Yeah, than got those nindies. Yeah. Okay. I think we're all in agreement on that. Um, let's see here. Yuri Gisbar? 
Euro. Euro. Okay. Okay. Uh, Euro Gaspar says, we know that Dex likes to change your hair color, which looks amazing. uh, But how do we get Teddy and Bryce to do the same? And what color would they go? Bryce. I feel like we've answered this before. Uh, Black. I haven't. I don't think. I think I'd go black. Okay. uh, Probably not anytime soon. Uh, Scribbly, what would it take to like paint the side <laughs> of the screen? Maybe that, paint you my antennas. I mean? Are you yeah. crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what would that take? Would, what color? I'd, 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 I'd be down to do it. Okay, all right, sounds good. Just what type some... of color would you like up there? Oh, dude, I I would go hot pink, like my background right here. Yeah, oh, there hell you go. yeah. There you go. Really stick out. You just made during the day. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, my answer is I won't exactly color anything. My brother-in-law tried to get me to color my beard for money, and I refused. But uh, he he wouldn't give me enough money. But I don't know if if I've mentioned or not. But by the time you're hearing this, I've launched a Patreon at patreoncom Tenaris and the ridiculously the ridiculously high goal is that I'll shave my beard. So I'll shave it off. For for money, but yeah, uh, let's see here. Yuri's clone, but the non-evil one sounds pretty evil to me. It says if you have a weakness, what is it? Also, do you know what Yuri's weakness is? Bryce, do you, what's your weakness? Uh, I would say my ego. If you if you That's a very point, true. God. If, if at any point you're like Bryce, you're the only one who can help me. You're the only one strong and good enough. I'll be like yes. I will move your entire house single-handedly because only I am <laughs> capable of this feat. I'm the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like, they're like, hey, can you, like, stand up and walk over here? I'm like, I don't know, man. It's a lot. Like, I don't know if I can do that. That's really rough. But, Teddy, um, you're the only one who can do it. But, like, am I? That's <laughs> legit what I would do, what I'd say. I'm like, are you sure about that? Like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Darian, what's your weakness? I have no weaknesses. Whoa. She is the final boss. I assume (laughs) yours is an EMP, but is there anything else? EMP would definitely do it. Water is another one. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Other than uh, spiders. I I can't deal with spiders. That's my biggest weakness. Um, Mine would be goldfish. Uh, Warm waffles says if i hit 69 likes i will get 69 likes guys come on let's make this happen i don't think you understand how this platform works <laughs> we, we can't like questions like, we'll give you I just four liked it. likes i guess we like we'll give you, you warm waffles yeah can't <laughs> like such that a troll. 69 times but uh, <laughs> and that's basically the questions for the day yep. 70 years later um so this brings us in the housekeeping if you are listening to this, you should go to readysetgamecast.com for links to the podcast on all your favorite podcast services, including iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, and Radio Public. Listen there, it gives us money. Um, as well as the video version on YouTube. Also, if you enjoyed listening to this, if this was a good time, uh, please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. It helps us grow... And become more powerful. I'll do it this time. Because I've been working out. There's actually like slight muscle here. <laughs> There's like actually slight a little bit of muscle. Sco- I'm proud of it. Scurly pull- <gasps> pulled out his uh, bayonet again. Oh, shit. 
<laughs> Not only that, but it shoots bubbles. Check this out. Oh, wow. Nice. That's a very, uh, it's a very kind gun right there. Yeah, you see, I, I'm not very beefy, so you know, I. Yeah. I got bayonetta pistols. <sighs> nice, nice. People should be watching the YouTube version of this just to see like Darian's face the entire time whenever Scribbly does anything. <laughs> and also because Scribbly look like you don't appreciate how cool Scribbly is unless you see him. It's uh, true. Well, uh, thank you. He also has a very cool voice. I feel like his voice should not be undercut. Um, also, other uh, Last Geek stuff you can check out. We already mentioned Game A Corp. There's a new episode. Um, Foul Play. We make a game that prevents chicken uprisings. Um, and uh, there will be no... Uh, have another Ready, Set, Game cast in two weeks. No guests this time. But we've got lots of cool guests uh, coming up, like Alex O'Neill, Alex Van Aken, Van Aken, uh, Penguin Von Penguin and lots Yo, more. Yo, the dude, fellow panda. Um, but that brings us to the end of this show. Where can people find you, Scribbly? Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Scribbly. That's uh, S-C-R-I-B-B-L-E-H. And uh, Twitter, Scribbly, YouTube, Scribbly, everywhere, Scribbly. It's easy enough. Uh, Darian. Uh, twitch.tv forward slash dexterity uh, D-E-X-T-E-R-I-D-E-E um, also Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and uh, my Discord server and all that fun stuff Teddy Chineris oh my god this one's actually different um, I if you haven't been able to tell from my 20 Final, times I've wasted finally, in Teddy throughout is the a, podcast Teddy this is, is where I'm supposed to plug um, and now he doesn't get to. Guys, yeah, right. people it's find you. <laughs> now it's my no. turn. <laughs> uh, but nah, legit. I'm actually like doing this thing where I'm trying out streaming on Mixer at least for like at least for a month. We're gonna try it out uh, at least for a couple of months as well. Uh, one or two months. I don't know. We're figuring it out. If I if I'm I'm gonna evaluate it at the end of uh, May, and if I think it's good, I'll keep going, and I'll do that at the end of at each month throughout August. Um, but yeah, we're, it'll be, it'll be fun. So it'll be mixer.com slash Teddy Chineris. And I'm back to an actual regular schedule, which is Monday through Saturday, 6 PM to 10 PM central time, four hours a day, uh, six days a week. Um, and then yeah, twitter.com slash Teddy Chineris. Also, if you are one of my regular audience members, like, and you've been around for a while and you do feel like it, I actually am also launching a Patreon with some pretty neat rewards that's going to go live that day uh, that'll also hopefully help me create more actual YouTube content, so that'll be fun. And uh, yeah, be good to one another. And also, if Teddy becomes a full-time mixer uh, streamer, he's officially being killed off of the podcast. Damn. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yo, there's a multi thing. We can still do multi streams. I I actually was thinking about that. I'd love to do like a cross pl- platform raid <laughs> where like I bring people over from Mixer oh, over to Twitch weird. for like a raid. That'd be fun. Okay, everybody sign up for a Twitch account real quick and then <laughs> go over there. <laughs> I imagine most of them would have one. <laughs> uh, Maybe not though. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, so I am Last Geek on Twitter, uh, Last Geek Plays on Twitch, uh, Last Geek Plays on Instagram, and you can find links to all of my content at lastgeek.com. Um, and I don't have a Patreon yet. I'm not, I'm not 
Teddy level cool yet. Yo, I worked on it for a while. I'm pretty proud of it. It's got some cool stuff on there. I think I still have a Patreon out there, but I don't use it. (laughs) You just got like some money sitting there every (laughs) just like five (laughs) dollars a month from like one person. You're like, oh shit. No, my last patron stopped. You canceled, so I'm like, all right, that's fine. I don't like Patreon anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, no, okay. I Patreon's a cool service. Don't get me wrong. That's not what I meant. I it's very hard for me to use because I feel like I don't have the following to justify use of it. You need to like make it worth it. Like you, you have to really like make a like a a really good page where like the rewards actually like mean something and you Mm -hmm. also have to really follow through like i set a bunch of goals that like if if we get this much i'll do this and if i don't do that i'm in fucking trouble (laughs) you know so i'm i'm treating it like super seriously and uh yeah i don't expect to i expect maybe a (laughs) dollar hopefully you know uh but i figured it'd be cool to have out there you know small little anecdote uh i had a friend at work start a patreon and he offered all of our coworkers. He's like, "If you subscribe to my Patreon, I'll give you a dollar in real life. <laughs> okay. I will give you a real dollar to that do this." That seems a little counterproductive. Yeah. But... It got his numbers up there to help him actually gain traction, though. That's oh, what nice. he's looking yeah, for. Yeah. Oh, right. That makes sense. Um. Well, that is the end of this uh, episode eighteen of Ready Set Game Cast. Uh, thank you uh, to Scribbly for joining us, and uh, we will see you all in two weeks. Bye. 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 Bye-bye.